Welcome to the Birth Nurses Podcast. I'm Shana Brickner from Preparented, and I'm joined by my co-host Liz Baker-Wade from Birth and Beyond in Santa Monica. We are the Birth Nurses. In this podcast, we talk about birth and nursing practice and labor and delivery, and in a broader sense, the whole world of nursing too. From two women who have been on both sides of the birthing bed, we've got some things to talk about that will enhance your understanding of birth. Whether you're a first-time pregnant parent, a parent to one or more babies, or a professional in the birth world, this podcast is for you. Join me and Liz and special guests as we share and learn from each other here on the Birth Nurses Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Liz Baker-Wade, and I am here with my podcast partner, Shana Brickner. Hello there. Hello, Shana. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, good. I'm excited about what we're going to Yeah, we are back with our about. tips and tricks. Where these are little uh, snippets of information that we try to keep to about 10 and 15 minutes. And um, I'm really loving these. It's kind of a blast of information. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about flange size today. Yes. What is flange size? Yeah. What does that mean, yeah. flange? So, yes, flange, F-L-A-N-G-E, not phalange or phalange. Um, so... The flange is the plastic piece that goes on your nipple and your breast that attaches to your breast pump. Ah. So every breast pump has a flange. Even a wearable pump, the flange is kind of placed, like inset into the cup of the wearable pump. For a traditional pump, the flange kind of looks like a, a bell and it has it's attached to the bottle, and then you place it on your breast. You either have to hold it there with your hands, or you get a pumping bra that kind of keeps it in place. Best invention ever. Right, a pumping bra. Although, I have a little hack for how to use a regular nursing bra Ooh. as a pumping bra. So, mm-hmm. if I Looking do a lactation consult <laughs> with you, yeah, I know that'll be hard to explain it. I'll have to... I've made a video about it on my Instagram, so... Anyway, so the flange uh, is that piece that goes onto your nipple, and your nipple is kind of sucked into the tunnel of the flange when you're pumping. So every pump usually comes with two sizes of flanges. There's typically a 24 millimeter mm-hmm. and the 28 millimeter, and so the millimeter size is the opening of the flange that your nipple goes into. Is that why when we're trying to coax the baby onto the breast, we look for the, we call it the flange? Oh, Like when the baby opens yeah. their mouth? So like the gape, yeah, the wide gape of okay. the baby's mouth, how, yeah. We want your baby to have a wide gape, a wide areola mouth. and nipple. To get in Got your it. areola and your nipple when you're breastfeeding. And so when you're pumping, we're trying our best to mimic what that breastfeeding experience is like, we need your nipple to be sucked into the tunnel of the flange. Now, with the bigger flanges, the 24s or the 28s, or sometimes it's 23 and 27, like with the medella or a motif, that is likely way too big mm-hmm. for the average woman. Mm-hmm. So when I am sizing someone for their perfect flange size, I use a measuring tool that has a silicone, uh, like 
rectangle Mm -hmm. and it has circles cut out and they're in measurements starting from 13 millimeters Mm -hmm. all the way up to 27 or even 30. But most of my clients are like when I measure their nipples with this tool, this measuring tool, the average size is a 15 millimeter or 17 millimeter. Are you measuring nipple size or length or are you measuring areola? I'm just measuring the diameter of the nipple. Really? So we're not wanting any of the areola to go into the flange. I like to think of it, this sounds kind of gross, but kind of like you're popping a pimple. If you go too wide out, like let's say the white head is right at the tip, right? Mm -hmm. If you go too wide, then you're not going to be able to pop that pimple. Mm -hmm. You need to get closer to right Beside the whitehead to be able to pop the pimple. Whereas in physiologic breastfeeding, the ba- you want the baby on the areola. In exactly. Pumping, you want the flange to be around the nipple. Yes. Okay. So the flange should be supporting the areola so that just the nipple is being pulled into the tunnel of the flange. This is going to increase your milk output when you pump, and it's going to protect your areola and decrease pain or discomfort when you pump. I'm Elizabeth Baker-Wade. I am a labor and delivery nurse, registered nurse, birth educator, and podcaster. My birth education classes are concentrated on how to have a better hospital birth and high-risk pregnancy. What's high risk? What does that mean? High risk are moms who are experiencing histories of chronic hypertension, pregnancy-induced hypertension, we call that preeclampsia, insulin-dependent diabetes, infertility, and other comorbidities in their pregnancy, which bump them into a higher-risk category. Mm. Why do you like to teach about high-risk pregnancies? Because there's going to be more interventions often in the high-risk mom. And getting familiar with the vernacular and understanding the risk-benefit of these interventions and why your obstetrician is going to bring them up and getting prepared for what's going to happen in the hospital, I think can really greatly reduce fear and anxiety. And a lot of moms out there have comorbidities these days. That's true. We need to help them out on their way. Making peace with intervention when necessary helps for a better smoother labor and delivery, I think. How can someone sign up for your class? They can go to birthandbeyond.net. You can email me at liz at birthandbeyond.net. I will respond within 24 hours. All my schedules, fees, and times are on my website. I also have a consultation membership and a text me anything membership for a month at a time where I will answer as many texts as you need questions that come up out of the blue. Lots of texts come after the appointment, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just had an appointment with my LB and I what don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm at birthandbeyond.net. You know, I have to tell you, this is amazing information <laughs> because I really do believe that most people believe that the flange should cover the same amount of the breast as a baby breastfeeding. I know. And I. this is how I pumped for my first... Me too. Actually, for all three of my babies because it was only about two years ago that I learned about flange sizing and having a smaller flange size and that 
smaller flanges were even on the market and like available to buy. I didn't think it was a thing. And so I learned that when just the nipples being pulled into the tunnel of the flange, you're you're not going to have swelling. When your areola is pulled in too, you stop pumping and you look down and everything is red and inflamed and wow. swollen because that suction pressure from the pump is pulling in your areola and making it swell. So what happens when you're in the hospital and they're using a hospital-grade pump? Yeah. So that's when... Problematic. That's when I would say that Perhaps, now I don't know every single hospital lactation consultant, but perhaps the hospital lactation consultant should have different sizes available mm -hmm. that are for the average woman. So I, what I've heard is that flanges were made to kind of be the same diameter as a baby's mouth, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why, oh yeah, we need a 24 millimeter or we need a 28 millimeter. That's how big we measured the baby's mouth and that's how big the baby's mouth gets. So that's how big the flange should be, right? However, a plastic flange is very different than a baby's mouth that has a tongue that can compress the breast and mold around the breast and form around it to compress and suck that milk out. Very a plastic flange needs to fit your nipple like a baby's tongue, basically. So now on the market, what you could get is either a flange insert. So this is a silicone. It looks like a circle with a little ridge around it. And you pop it into the 24 millimeters or the Actually, it fits. I'm thinking of a 20. ring sizer in my head right now. Oh, you're thinking that, of what? <laughs> a ring sizer. Yeah, know, kind that of piece of plastic that yeah, pops into a it, ring if you want to make it. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's a silicone piece. You pop it into the plastic flange that you already have. Mm -hmm. It costs about eight dollars on Amazon, mm -hmm. and for a set, and you now you can pump with the perfect size Fantastic. for your breasts and your nipples. The way you would measure either is hire a lactation consultant to mm -hmm. help you, mm -hmm. or you can print your own measuring tool. So it's a downloadable, printable piece of paper, mm -hmm. and you cut out the circles, and then you measure your nipple yourself. And you can get a, a printable, downloadable measuring tool from lactationhub.com. Wow. And... It's available for you. And even the Spectra website or Medela website, most pump websites now have some kind of measuring tool so that you can figure out which is your size. Well, this is why you are an IBCLC <laughs> lactation consultant. Yes. I think um, everybody that's going to take a breastfeeding class, everyone should take a breastfeeding class who wishes to attempt to breastfeed mm -hmm. and have that support person available because so many of the hospitals don't have full-time lactation yeah, support. It's true. Some hospitals have very little or no lactation mm -hmm. support. And um, this is really important to ask your breastfeeding teacher, what about this flange size thing? Yeah. What do I do? Tell me more. Yeah. So it used to be the thought that when you get your nipple measurement, mm -hmm. so let's say you measured and your nipple perfectly fits in a 15 millimeter hole, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
then it used to be the thought that you need to add three to four millimeters to that. It seems like a lot. To get your flange size. But yeah. then again, you're going to get that areola pulled in. Yeah. And so now the way I do this and many other lactation consultants who are sticklers about flange sizing mm-hmm. like me, um, we get your nipple size and then as close to your nipple size as possible, that's your flange size. So let's say you are, I measure you and you're 14 millimeters. Um, most flange sizes are in odd numbers. Mm-hmm. So then you'd go up that one millimeter to the 15 millimeter flange size and you can either buy a plastic flange that fits directly to the tubing of your pump or you get that flange insert, that silicone flange insert that I was talking about to fit your 15 millimeter size. Fantastic. Yeah. Really interesting information. <laughs> yeah, when I when I tell my clients about this and I've even made a video on Instagram about this, I've seen it that. went viral. There's yeah. over a million views. Yeah, I love that video. And it's not like new information, but I mean, for me, it's not new, but for most breastfeeding women, for most pregnant women who haven't even breastfed yet, this is all new. This is a huge step in their motherhood journey that they never even thought to think like, I'm going to, I have to measure my nipples now. (laughs) But if you are planning to pump, which most breastfeeding moms do need to pump at least a couple times, you know, if they're Mm -hmm. going back to work, then it will be more often. Um, Then you should have the correct phalange size for your pump. Phalange? Phalange. I just was making a joke. (laughs) Okay. So not only do you need the right pump, we now know we've got a little bits and tricks on... uh, on flange size. Flange size. Yep. And I love this. Thank you so much. Talk to your breastfeeding consultant, mm-hmm. lactation educator, or breastfeeding support person in the hospital about flange size. Yep. Thanks, Shana. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Birth Nurses Podcast. If you enjoyed this, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can share this podcast with your pregnant friends or new moms. Secondly, you can write a review and rate us on iTunes. And thirdly, we would love if you would check out our Instagram accounts and websites. I'm on Instagram as Preparented and online www.preparented.com. And Liz is on Instagram as Birth Nurse Liz, and her website is birthandbeyond.net. Thanks for listening.